What's up everybody, it's your leader Captain Righteous here, and today we're discussing my top 10 favorite black sitcoms of the 90s. Let's chat. So, a sitcom is a genre of shows where it's told from a humorous um, perspective where it's like, you know, it's obviously set up to make you laugh, to give you a good time while you're watching a show, but... A sitcom can also tell you, uh, uh, um, forgive the ums, life's biggest problems where it's like racism, uh, uh, homophobia, sexism, stuff like that. They tell you that through a comedic lens where it's like, oh, well, they're not preaching to us, but it's like, oh, well, we all learned our lessons today. Don't be jerks or whatever. Like, you know, because like there's a big difference of like sitcoms back then and sitcoms now, because back then in the 50s or 60s or even the 70s going to the 80s, like the character can cheat off a test. They they still do that now, but it's like I feel like sitcoms at the moment, like now, like especially uh, I want to say uh, um, Malcolm in the Middle, they really took off, and they don't have to be that traditional. Like, oh, well, I learned my lesson today, but you know, the sitcoms on my uh, list, they do have those moments, but they sprinkle in with like something more. Is like you're not watered down with these constant lectures of being a good person and setting a good example for you for not only your kids and yourself but it's like have fun like life is not all about being miserable so anyways uh, number one first prince of bel-air um has to be number one because not only um for the best and funniest moments of that show's entire run it's because uh just because of that show and other things that includes will smith i became an instant fan because growing up i always thought Will Smith was a calm, cool, charismatic guy. He he really is. I never met Will Smith, and I really do hope to uh, meet the guy. But not only, you know, you see him, you know, joking around, poking fun, cracking jokes. Uh, you get to see his dramatic side in the show. And, and trust me, if you have the time, please Google uh, uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, uh, I guess Will Smith's dad or, or whatever, like, Whatever to that degree, and watch the clip from start to finish of uh, Will in the show breaking down why his father doesn't love him, and despite not receiving his father's attention, he will become a better man than he is. And he figured out that Uncle Phil was a, a positive role model to Phil, like I mean, sorry to Will, because you know he's more of a father than Will's actual biological dad. Um, number two was Family Matters, same thing. Um, and here's here's the thing where people will uh, pull up or, or complain, excuse me, critique about Family Matters is that the character Steve Urkel, like if you go to season one, I think he showed up for one to two episodes. Like I think it was either the middle of it or to the very end of season one. He was kind of like a, a, a character, like he shows up every now and then, but you know I think it was like at least four or five maybe six seasons of family matters and the more and more you see of steve urkel the more he became not just like he was he was a recurring character but he became an instant mainstay because it was um his like well his one-liners obviously did i do that or you know what i'm saying um besides that jaleel white is a really good um actor especially voice actor um it's just same thing with fresh. Same thing with uh, the other sitcoms on the list. It's like it will make you laugh. I'll say it makes you. I can't tell you there was an episode of Family Guy. I'm sorry, Family Guy. Family Matters. Sorry, Family Matters that made me cry. But 
it made me more sensitive to the fact that, well, damn, like stuff like that still happens in the world. Um, three episodes I can think of is the episode where, uh, uh, uh I'm sorry, Laura, that, that was, uh, Steve's crush in the show. Uh, she got jumped or whatever. Uh, and, uh, they stay, I think they beat, not her, it was either her or a friend. They beat the friend up or whatever, or beat Laura up. And she went after school, talked to his one shady white, not shitty, but a uh, shady white dude. I, I don't know what was his name. He, he sold guns. And she was thinking of using a gun and blah, blah, blah. And basically, like I said before, you know, because I don't know. And forgive me, forgive um, my uh, uh, ignorance, but I don't know if that episode was prior to the Columbine shooting or after. Because, you know, in the 90s, that was when school shootings, I, I could be wrong, it could be the 80s or 70s or whatever. But that was when school shootings, like, oh, this... Now, I don't know where this is going, but we should stop it right now. But unfortunately, as you've seen, Sandy Hook, um, the last shooting, it gets worse and worse. But enough with that. But they they don't beat you over the head of like like politics or or social stuff. But it's there where it's like, well, I need you to pay attention. Where you know. This is a show, but in real life, this still happens. Um, that, it was the episode of Lore trying to run for a class president. And I think somebody, or I don't know, it was either she was running for class president or something about Black History Month. And she opened her locker and it says go back to Africa or something about, I don't know, it's either go back to Africa or someone called her a nigger. And it's like, yeah, y'all, y'all, I know it was just a show, but yo, I know fictionally but yo that's y'all wild but um yeah i think one more episode uh, i'm trying to think because remember i said three and i'm not going um uh back down from that three um what was it it wasn't really and, and to reiterate it was it's not to make me cry it's like damn that you know got me in my feelings um, uh, I want to say maybe the episode when the, uh, what was the purple dragons, black dragons, whatever that gang was. And the funny thing is Terrence Howard. Yeah. He got to start on uh family matters, I believe. But, um, yeah, it was him and that gang and they came in destroy. Um, oh, my bad. Yeah. My niece just walked in. Uh, I think that was the episode where aunt Rachel's and if you don't know who that is, I think, um, do you remember? It's Carl Winslow, Harriet Winslow. I think it's Harriet's sister. So yeah, Harriet's sister's uh, restaurant got trashed by the um, black. Dra- it was something dragons. It was, it was some gang called the dragons or whatever. They came in, trashed the place, beat up um, uh, Eddie. And again, I know it's a sitcom, Darius. Don't you think it should be more lively than that? You're right. But the, the idea is that like, yeah, they have multiple silly storylines characters and situations where you'll you'll just like go by your day and laugh but but still that was a great watch i recommend that to anybody and it's not like in this list and again to other shows i'm about to mention why i like them it's not to say um it's only for black people but like the thing is you know it it, the impact on uh, like each shows or the, the whole genre of black sitcoms back then had an impact on, on the culture where it's like you know we can learn and we can laugh and learn from, from these episodes but they can still hold up even to this day like you can't you can't find me anyone it doesn't mean it doesn't have to be black or white they can't say well you know 
like Martin doesn't hold up today, or Martin the, the show, well, the comedians still funny, but I'm talking about the show is not funny even today. Like it's ridiculous. But um, continuing, my bad. Uh, Martin, I'll say Martin to me. I'm trying to remember correctly. There are episodes where it's like you know it 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 um tackles real things that's going on, but at the same time, it's, it's humorous. You you laugh. You you watch. Martin plays different characters like Otis, Nene, uh, uh, um, what was that little, he was supposed to be the kid with the snot nose, I want to say Rufus, Ruckus, it was, um, ah, damn, he always knocked on Gina's door, and he he always kept running his mouth, and it's like, yo, I understand that's Martin playing as a kid, but yo, this kid's a little, kid's a badass, but, um, yeah, um, same thing, culturally, well, throughout the whole, uh, to me, to the whole black community, Martin has to be either number three or number five on everyone's list because, again, it's the, it's the jokes, the storylines, and I'm trying to think, like, to me, I'm not dissing Martin, I love that show, but it wasn't like, oh, well, they're, they're, they're uh, tackling topics like AIDS or um, gun control, like, it's not that, but it's like there are episodes where, because, you know, Martin, yeah, it centers around the title character, but it also centers around, uh, like, Gina, Pam. I think the the, the, the uh, Pam episode was with her trying to sign an artist for a uh, record deal thing, and that was a good episode nonetheless. I mean, you know, I, I love Pam. Shout out to, 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 to Nisha, excuse me, to Nisha Arnold. You know, I love her. Good actress. One of my favorites. As a matter of fact, if it... Well, I'm mad. I might, I might dedicate a, a list to uh, top 10 90s black actresses or black actresses in general, but that's neither here nor there. My bad. Continuing. Um, yeah, it wasn't like really tackling political and social stuff, but it, it had those moments where it's like a character like the first time Martin and Gina broke up. I felt that. Like, you know, obviously, you know, I'm not Martin nor Gina, but it's like I never. I never, and you know, at this time of this recording, I never understand the pain of losing someone during a breakup, right? I never felt the pain of losing someone when you catch them cheating on you or vice versa, right? But the fact when they were like, you know what, Martin, we're done. Fine, get out of my apartment. Damn, that hurts because, you know... As a fan of the show, you will love to see the the, the characters, you know, uh, uh, well, Martin and Gina be together. Like whenever there's an episode, like for example, that goes back to First Prince of Bel Air, where you see uh, Uncle Phil and Aunt Aunt Viv fighting each other. It's like obviously, yeah, that happens because there's no such thing as a perfect relationship, but you want the relationship to be strong. Like you know, despite all the arguments and all the BS, you both put it put each other through you'll make it out and be happy or, or stronger than ever right but you know obviously and i'm not gonna spoil martin for anybody but they they got together and they still together well not the actors but i'm talking about the characters you know again you know i, I don't know they were talking about bringing it back and to me if they want to sure but i don't know if they can capture the 90s greatness of martin you know what i'm saying like i'm all for the reboots and, well, not reboots, it was half-assed, but, like, if they got the same spirit, they got the same feeling towards it, sure. You know, as, as long as Martin, I think he was an executive. Yeah, he was an exec, executive producer for his own show, but 
you know, as long as that's still going on, I'm cool with it. So anyways, to number three, I'm sorry, number three, number four, the Wayne's brothers, same thing with Martin, excuse me, same thing with Martin, um, they don't really beat you over the head with social things, but whenever they do an episode, uh, I can think of two episodes right now, episode where, um, uh, Marlon tries smoking weed, uh, he smoked weed, I think one or two times an episode, and I think he smoked it, um, when he, when he was trying to, um, let's see, I think he was trying to, uh, audition for a movie, and yeah, and you can see this on YouTube, I believe, and he was so high out of his mind, he was tripping, and he was making so like a damn fool for the movie producer and uh, his casting director guy, and you know, and, and I, it's obviously with that, cause like even now, I don't know if Marlon Wayne feels different towards we. I, I don't know. He's he a grown ass man. He's one of my favorite comedians, but you know, I think the episode was dedicated more than we. It's pretty much like drug prevention and, and drug addiction, pretty much. But uh, yeah, same thing with Martin's like. They don't really tackle too much political social stuff, but like when they do, it's it's not subtle, but it's like, you know, like they're not distant any '90s shows or even current shows now. It's like, you know, hi, my name is insert famous actor or actress, and this episode was dedicated to gun violence, AIDS research, any cause where it's like, well, that's you know, that's a worthy cause, like. Oh, this episode's uh, donation it, it is a donation drive towards cancer research or something. I'm all for that. That, that was a big thing throughout the 90s, 80s, and, and again, even now. But um, every now and I think it was either one or maybe two episodes or maybe that only episode. They only did that for, um, for that um, particular issue. But again, you know, my favorite moments throughout the uh, Wayne's Brothers is definitely episodes um, when it featured features Pops. Um, and if you don't know who he is, is John Witherspoon, and he's the same man who um, voices um, Granddad for uh, the Boondocks. You know, God rest his soul. We lost um, John Witherspoon. I want to say, uh, if I'm correct, um, last fall. And if I'm wrong, please DM me, comment me. Uh, uh, share or whatever retweet uh Darius you're wrong because this that and the other that's fine but um yeah we lost him and um he's actually one of my favorite characters on that show next to Marlon and Sean you know but um hit the moments where he uh he dance or uh or say certain things you gotta coordinate brother like you know his whole thing in the show like and again if you watch the show you caught it on MTV MTV2, MTV2 is kind of like the black version of MTV, so anyways, um, he, he dresses tacky, you know, not John Witherspoon, good actor, but the characters, like, he wears loud, bright colors, and these white fucking shoes, and it's like, that's, that's one of those things, and, and I'm not dissing anybody, um, on, um, being an individual, like, if you want to stand out in the crowd, do you, and, and, and whatever, right, but it's him, what is, like, I can't really describe it, but if you watch Wayne's Brothers growing up, like I did, and I didn't grow up in the 90s, you know, but you, you have a, a fondness and appreciation towards the character, and appreciate, appreciation towards the actor, um, John Witherspoon, so, rest in peace to Pops. Anyways, um, moving on to um, uh, uh, the fifth, I'm sorry, fifth entry, son. Now, before I get to this, bro, like, I- I'm going to, I'm going to drop this hint. And I'm going to give you guys at least 10 seconds 
to uh, uh to to answer so if you don't get it there's something wrong with you all right ready who loves orange soda Kel loves orange so uh, soda uh i forgot the rest of my bad i i, I fuck that up but no um the fifth entry is keenan and kel so you know to, to skip the bs um again one of my favorite 90s shows featuring um two of my favorite cast members from all that um the reason i love um keenan and kel it's it's pretty much into me you could call me you know uh a nincompoop a liar or whatever i could be wrong and and i, I can you know admit to that it's one of those classic sitcom shows where it's like you got the straight man and the funny man. The straight man is kind of like like Keenan, for example. And Keenan Thompson, shout out to him. If if like if you if you want me to recommend you any movies or any like projects or works Keenan Thompson has been, I, I I can't stress it enough. And my co-host Colby, you know, he's not here. He's in college at the moment. Um, he can he can attest like. There's a video I recommend to Kobe uh, on my way home, and he was asking me, guys, um, like, why do you love a SNL so much? And like, bro, the reason I love SNL because they have some really good sketches. Like, what? So I pull him to the side, right, and I show him like two, three videos of Kim Thompson in uh, a sketch called uh, "Scared Straight." So I'm gonna keep it short and simple. "Scared Straight" is pretty much Keenan and a famous celebrity comes in and. They're trying to teach these kids, and they're not actually kids. They're Bill Hader, Sam, I'm sorry, Andy Sandberg. Uh, I forgot the other um, actor's name. He's funny too. And, you know, their thing is they're like uh, small city, big city kids, or whatever, and they're always getting uh, in, in trouble. Like, they're either uh, setting stuff on fire or drinking underage or whatever. Just typical juvenile things. And uh, uh, um, speed this up. Kenan uh, Thompson would usually do a rhyme or something or a reference to something, and it's always prison rape. I know, Gary's, ugh, that's gross. You're right, but no, like, it's, it's one of those things, like, I can't properly explain it until you actually watch the video. So I played, I played one for Colby. It was the Betty White one, then I played the one featuring uh, Tracy Morgan. Shout out to uh, Tracy Morgan, too. But, um, and he, he died laughing. He died laughing at two of those videos. Like, dude, this is wonderful. Where was he? I'm like, yeah, I said the same thing too. And um, I, and, and side note, I stopped watching those videos around 2017 or 2016. So, I, anyways, but um, yeah, Kenny was always the straight man. Kel was always the funny guy because you know you watch Kenny and Kel. Kenan is always the one formulating the plans. All right, Kel, I want you to do this. And how are we going to do this? And on the how, Kel always, he always, 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 he does the opposite of it. Like, uh, I'm trying to remember the episode. Well, one of my favorite episodes, and, and again, I, I haven't seen this in like, I guess, four or five years at this point. Uh, it was the episode where Kenan's parents invited Kel out to dinner. And I think Kel or Keenan got stuck in a freezer or somewhere. And next, you know, I think the whole restaurant got stuck in a freezer or something. Yeah. And forgive me. I don't know what was the plan with that. But I can honestly tell you, like, the the, the whole idea was not to be stuck and cramped in a freezer or, or someplace with a whole bunch of people. I can tell you that that was not the, the result. But, um, yeah, like, that's, it's like. The, the straight man and funny man um, um, setup, 
which you know shows and besides like Kenny and Kel like it set up shows like Drake and Josh uh I think Sam and Kat to an extent because you know they're all three Nick shows where it's like you got the straight person and you got the funny person like straight person like hey be serious like I need no nonsense and blah 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 and you know what I'm saying and the, the funny person's like come on man you gotta have a you know a, a funny view on life like you know Drake and Josh and so on man anyways it's that and i think there was a lot of um guest stars on the show i'm trying to remember correctly because i don't want to say shaq shaq was on the show and confused you know ken and kel with good burger but um it was the guest stars and just again same old with the other entries funny moments too so continuing next on uh the next entry so uh six is a different world in a different world um i'm gonna keep it simple with three things black college students um uh uh, uh, uh i don't know did bill college write um a different world it was black college students um bill cosby's work and um shoot you know what um, I'm gonna dedicate the third one to one specific um, person I love in that show, and, and I know it's like, come on, Darius, really this person? No, it's Cree Summer. Let me explain something to you, and I hope please share this podcast and please, I don't care if you have to tweet, uh, uh, DM Cree Summers. I love Cree Summers. Not only her, obviously Lisa Bonet, uh, the, the whole cast, uh, Mar- Marissa Tomei, if you know who she is, and again. You know, no disrespect to Mr. May. If, did you watch Spider-Man Homecoming and, and any of those recent Marvel movies featuring Spider-Man? Aunt May, that's her. She was on a uh, different world. And see, bro, I didn't know that. I swear to God. I was like, no, she wasn't. And I looked up. Uh, I think she's in season one, season two, or whatever. I'm like, what? She was in different world? But anyways, um, I love Cree Summers. Not only because she's a good actress, but she's a good voice actress. Son. Listen, I get crazy when I talk about voice actors because you don't understand. Like, you can be like, no, uh, Darius Philomar didn't voice Green Lantern. He didn't voice Static Shot. And I Google it. I DM, go to INDB, and be like, boom, here you go, son. He's this person, that person. He's also this person. I I go crazy when I talk about uh, voice actors. But a- anyways, weird, 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 uh, uh, uh sidetrack getting here. Um. I love the idea that uh, Different World features black college students and um, black college, I keep doing it, I'm sorry, black, black college students going through social and political problems and the, the casting of the show. Because obviously, you know, they have their funny moments, they have their dramatic moments, but I love how they handle certain episodes regarding where, um, I think, like, the, I, I remember the episode featuring the um, domestic abuse with that um, one rapper and his girlfriend, which good episode that dude was an asshole um i love the casting uh again chris summers and again i I love chris summers she is one of my favorite 90s actresses it's not like oh she was cool in the 90s oh no 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 no. miss summers is fine in in this decade 2030 2040 2050 so on because she's dope bro i'm sorry I'm, i'm gonna stop but um yeah, the whole idea of being a black college student, and look at me like, I'm a black college student. I'm going to a community college. I know that's that's not a Hillman uh, 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 university because that's the, the school they go to on the show. But that's the idea that, you know, yeah, you're a person of color, but you still 
you know, get an education and still, you know, get a diploma. So I, I, I really love that message about that show. Um, and also, again, with the political and, and social things, it's not like to me, and, and this is me, I don't think it, they don't beat you over the head. It's like, okay, well, here's a situation and we all know this is a problem. This is how we can like circumvent it. This is how we can prevent it. This is how we can go about solving this problem in a way of like, okay, well, you, you're you're an alcoholic or, or whatever the fuck, like, like, they're not calling you out for the problem. They're saying, well, here's why this is wrong. Here's how doing this or treating people this certain way, like racism or whatever, or sexism, and how that's going to affect people, the, the people closest to you in the whole world you live in, if that makes sense. So yeah, I love Different World because the it's the idea that it has black college students going on with their lives going through uh, social political issues while having hilarious moments. I'm sorry, I, I, that sound long with it in my bad. But shows like uh, Different World inspire the shows uh, Dear White People, and I know Darius, you know, you watch Dear White People, like yeah, of course. Like, and again, same thing with that show. It's humorous, it's dramatic, good storylines, favorite uh, uh, characters, good casting, good soundtrack, and the whole nine. Uh, shout out to Logan Lawrence. I think she's phenomenal. Love her too. Anyways, corny. I'm sorry. I'm trying to shoot my shot through my podcast. It, it, it was like I think a different world has some effect towards dear white people because you know it features a mainly a, a, a majority black a black black cast. What is wrong with me? Black cast going through social political problems while you know going through college. So, anyways, um, on my number seven spot. I have, um, I'm sorry, I, I've written this in pen, my, uh, handwriting's kind of messy now, um, Sister Sisters, so, what not to love about Sister Sister, bro, it features Tia Tamara, um, I forgot, uh, uh the, 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 the actress who plays, was it Tamara or Tia's mom, love her, and she played on the show, I think, was 227, another, uh, well-known black, sh- uh, black, sitcom um she was uh there i think it was tia or tamara's mom like because the whole thing about sister sisters i think there were like sisters split at birth or whatever and forgive me because like to most people it's like well this is kind of like parent trap i think that's the case but um i love the show because not only because the, the the main stars is you know the hilarious moments it's the fact that they're I think they're the, yeah, like, if I'm correct, they're the only show that started that twin trend, if I'm correct, if I'm wrong, please tweet me, DM me, whatever, comment it, or whatever, right, but, like, shows like that, and inspire shows like Sweet Life and Zack and Cody, which, if you don't know, uh, uh, Sweet Life and Zack and Cody, you know, uh, 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 I forgot the last name, I'm sorry, Zack and Cody, they're actually twins in real life. One of them are playing, well, not are, he is playing, uh, um, what's his name, uh, Riverdale. And I know most people will be asking me, do I watch Riverdale? No, not yet, because I don't, I don't know, because me and shows are weird. Like, I'm, I'm going to give it a chance, and I never give it a chance. Well, until it ends, then I give it a chance. I'm sorry. I'm weird like that. But, um, yeah, I love the idea of twins going in a crazy adventures or whatever and, and pissing off their parents I, I like that uh on my number eight spot is the parkers 
bro. And, 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 and forgive me, I should have mentioned this ever since the first Prince. Growing up, and this is not just for only black sitcoms, I'm talking about cartoons, uh, movies, anything with a theme song, bro. The Parkers. I can't sing, and I know we it's it's been established. I can't sing, but it's it's the fact that the theme song to the like you can remember the theme songs to the Parkers. You can remember the theme song to the Wayne's Brothers. Actually, and I figured out like what last year. It's um uh, it's a Tribe Called Quest song, and I think it's called Electric Relevation or Revolution. So I, I'll. Just, DM me and ask what's the theme song to Wayne's Brothers, and I got you. So, anyways, it's the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. You know, uh, was see, like when it plays, I already know what it is. But I, you ask me how to, you know, rap lyrics bar by bar. I forget it. Uh, uh, West Philadelphia, born and raised on the playground, used to spend most of my days. You know, obviously, you understand that's the theme song to the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. A different world, it's a different world. I can't say, I don't know who performed this. And again, I can't sing, but the Parkers, again, one of the shows growing up, I love its theme songs. Um, I love the casting with Monique, Countess Vaughn. Um, I forgot, um. Who plays uh, Professor Ogilvy? Uh, damn, not just them, those three, but the, the casting in the show, the the special guests, because you know, um, I believe uh, Steve Harvey was in an episode where um, I'm trying to remember. Uh, I think it was a, the bank episode, and I think they got held up, and uh, Professor Ogilvy was there as usual, and uh, yeah, and I think they said, yeah, they said, uh, uh. uh What's her name? Not, not Monique, but the character on the show. She held the bank. You know, she didn't hold the bank. E- either way, that was my favorite episode of the show. Not the only favorite episodes, but that's, you know, like I, each show I'm mentioning, I had to do like a whole separate video to, to, um, to explain why I love those shows. But yeah, theme song, casting, comedy. Whatever, I love these shows. So that was number eight. Um, number nine is the Jamie Foxx show, and I know people argue the Jamie Foxx show should be at least a number six or seven. Um, there's no actually problems because you know the, re- the the way I rank these shows, I feel like it, it goes from the most impact on my life to least impact on my life. On my life, and what makes me say that is just not like dissing Jamie Foxx show because Jamie Foxx again, you know, another comedian got in a show and did a tremendous job doing it um again same thing i love the theme songs i love the characters i love the casting i love the special guests i love the episodes where again give you another one uh the west connection episode and that featured um uh, uh what's his name uh obviously uh ice cube uh wc and it was another member of the west west coast uh west coast West Coast Connection. If you know who they are, Google them. They'll, they'll pop right up. It was that episode. The episode when um, Jamie Foxx was getting married. The episode where um, Jamie Foxx and uh, was it Braxton? Yeah, Braxton. You know who he is. He's the uh, light-skinned dude who speaks clear, clearer. Um, I forgot the actor's name who plays him. But um, yeah, it was the episode where him and Jimmy, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jamie. My bad. Jamie was. Um, 
uh, in a, uh, uh, Braxton's apartment because I think Jamie got kicked out by his aunt and uncle and they split the apartment and they had a dance battle and they were playing Beat It by Michael Jackson and Braxton, he didn't actually have the glove of Michael Jackson but he had like an emergency glove for some reason again, Google that episode you can, you know, know, like know what I'm talking about by watching it but uh, same thing I love the theme song, character uh, 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 cast, whole nine so, and here we go with number 10 people. Forgive me for, uh, um, like, getting some weird tangents. And number 10 is Rock. So let me explain Rock. Rock is a show that takes place in Baltimore, which, if you guys don't know, and I'm pretty sure I mentioned this in uh, my pilot uh, on the podcast, um, I'm, I'm a Baltimore native. Uh, do I love the city? Yes, I do. Uh, I moved out again, 2010, 2009. So that was, that's literally, like, one of the sitcoms growing up where it's like... It took, pl- it took place in Baltimore? Yeah, why? It's like, well, you go to uh, Family Matters. It took place in Chicago. You go to Wayne's Brothers. It took place in New York. You go to, um, uh, nah, it took place in Baltimore. But, um, yeah, uh, so Chicago, New York, um, Jamie, the Jamie Foxx show took place in Los Angeles. Uh, Forgive me, but like most of the shows I mentioned, either took place in the Midwest or the East Coast. Besides, I guess Baltimore. But anyways, I love the idea. It took place in Baltimore. It um, brought me into. It, it featured ca- cast. Sorry, it, it featured actors that I, I'm not familiar with, like Charles Charles S. Dutton. So let me say this about Charles Dutton. Again, you know, when you need a straight man, that's your guy. When you need a funny guy, that's your guy. And I was exposed to him, like, to his, like, movie works or whatever if you want to call it. It was, um, I'm not trying to say movie works or whatever you want to call it, no. Um, the, the only thing I saw him in back then growing up was, uh, Shame. Uh, it was, uh, A Low Down Day, A Dirty Shame, excuse me. That was a show, um, not a show, it was a movie, actually. And it featured Ke- uh, Kenny Ivy Waynes and Jada Pickett Smith. Shout out to Jada Pickett Smith. Again, one of my favorite black actresses during the 90s now but um yeah uh Kenny Ivory Wayne so you know who he is he's a he, he's I think he's the oldest brother of the Wayne's family um but yeah he was a detective blah blah, blah. and Charles S. Dutton who's the, the he, who's the character of Rock he was one of the villains in that movie so I'm familiar with that and I know him he did anything else besides but anyways um He's pretty funny in the show. In, in certain episodes, like when when he needs to bring out the, the drama, he brings out well. Uh, he has good chemistry with his wife, his uh, grandfather. I'm sorry, his father. I believe the actor is not with us anymore, and his brother Joey, because you know, in the show, Roxy oldest brother and Joey's his youngest brother. And Joey, he he plays uh, the trumpet. He he's a jazz type of guy. Um, that's one of those things, and I should have mentioned other in the other entries. Like, what's this character's deal? Uh, Joey's deal is that you know, like I said, he plays the trumpet, he likes jazz, but he also borrows a lot of money from rock. But in certain episodes, when he borrows money, it's really for a good cause. Like, oh, rock, I'm trying to open this school for music, or rock, I need to, you know what I'm saying? Like, and rock, you know, he's a good love, he's a loving brother, loving husband, a, a good friend. Like, he don't want to see his brother hurt, but it's like. Like, bro, you owe me money from this time and that time. And, you know, that's where the, the hilarity ensues. But, you know, it's that. 
And, and, and what you didn't know about The Rock is, if I'm correct, I think that's one or two projects that really, um, like, pretty much, like, put Jamie Foxx into the spotlight. Because, obviously, if you watch The uh, Living Color, you know, that's a black, um, not black, but, like, a, a sketch comedy show. Like, I think it was SNL, but it was on Fox, you know? He was on a Living Color, and I think I don't know what year back in the '90s where they gave him his show, the Jamie Foxx show. Because I do know that the Jamie Foxx show was like '90s something to 2000 and what one two. It wasn't like 2010. It was like like really early 2000s. Like I was like what one or two years old, like in my diapers, pissing and pooping myself. But um, yeah, it started. It started the career of Jamie Foxx. I think it featured an episode of a, a, a future an episode with um, Lorenz Tate, if I'm correct. I'm trying to remember, it was Lorenz Tate was on the episode, and uh, someone else, someone else, someone else, someone else. Oh, my bad, Clifton Powell. And let me make this short and brief. If you know who's Clifton Powell, um, if you watch Friday, um, next Friday, um, Pinky. Pinky, they'll go like the he was the pimp with the the, the the dripping jerry curl and the, the pink suit. And you know what? You fired uh Day Day and you know he he fired Mike Epson movie and he came back Friday after next for the uh, Christmas party and he got into a uh, a scuffle if you will with um uh what's his uh uncle uh the uncle um and he was a comedian too um damn it was at the per- uh, the, the Christmas party and they almost got into a fight and yeah, that was a good scene in that movie. Um, for, forgive me, Clifton Powell. Again, another one of my favorite actors too. Um, again, you know, you put him in a role and it was for humor. He plays it extremely well. If you put him in a role that's dramatic, again, extremely well. He can be intimidating. He can he can um, be very sympathetic. Like again, like don't sleep on Kip, Clifton Powell. He's a really good actor, and if anything, you know, if you want to um, Google him or whatever, like he's currently on Black Lightning, which I'm happy that they included him in the show. He's a really good actor. So, with that said, um, Rock really um, opened the doors to um, early '90s actors, and you know, as you know, they become. I'm sorry, they became big actors nowadays. Like again, Jamie Fox and I believe um, Lorenz Tate. But a- a- anyways. You know, I feel like all these shows combined, you know, their impact affected how black people, black, the black community should move and, I guess, act with the upcoming times. Now, as I mentioned before, all those shows I mentioned was coming from, like, the late 80s going on to the 90s or mid to late 90s going on to the early 2000s so it was around the time definitely like way before i was born but still like it was around the time still like you got the rerun quality and you know yeah like i feel like with those shows like like for example i don't want to be too in depth because like i said i can really go into like future episodes with like a different world or you know but for example like a different world inspired millions of young black men and women such as myself going to college and it's not like oh well a different world told me to go to college it wasn't that it wasn't that it was like this is the fact that like there are smart educated excuse me that was gross i burped smart educated black people in the field of say psychology say 
mathematics or whatever you're trying to get into. Like, it, they show them in a positive light where it's like, well, they're not cooning. They're not speaking in bonus like, yo, what's we do? Like, like, no, like, they're genuine black people trying to learn and obviously get a start in life, right? And obviously, you know, they have they have their silly moments and whatever because it's a sitcom. But still, like, it put that in your mind where it's like, well, you see black people or someone that's other than white and that's not me hating white people it's like you see someone like you see someone and you see someone like like your of your race or your sex doing something that you thought can never be done right i mean that's that's that and um shows like and shows that like future a a a, a two-parent household like um household like um family matters, right, or, um, or, um, what was it, uh, 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 First Prince of Bel-Air, you know, with Uncle Phil and Aunt Viv, like, it, it shows that even, even, you know, there are black families that do have a two-parent household, but it's that stereotype where it's, like, the father's on drugs, mother's taking care of the kids, mother's in, on drugs, it's, like, it didn't really show that necessarily, like, yeah, it had characters that dealt with that trauma, but it also shows characters that dealt with that trauma, overcoming that trauma, and, you know, going, going to school, or, you know what I'm saying, um, why did, you, why did I pick these shows in particular, because, again, like, shows like this, and I, I forgot to mention Keenan and Kel, because I don't think you saw Kel's parents, but Keenan's parents, again, you see his mom and his dad, so, shows like that, whereas, like, but what, what, what the reason why I picked those because like again like they it's to me it has three things I love it's like I can still rewatch it like in my twenties I can rewatch in my thirties forties fifties sixties all the way till I'm in the dirt it, it has the same old the I feel like I don't know if I'm, I'm overlapping my points but it's like you can they still hold up today like you can still rewatch them. It still has the same messages that's still prevalent today, like racism is bad, sexism is bad. Um, they, I remember there was an episode of Different World where, um, not the, the domestic abuse episode where, I don't know, it was an episode someone got raped. It was like an episode talking about like campus, like, you know, like if a girl says no, obviously you don't do that, but they had an episode featuring that. And um, yeah, it's like, it's, you can rewatch it. The, the topics holds up today, and it's the fact that still, like, I can connect with them, and it's not like I can't connect with Full House. And I'm like, I'm gonna tell you the truth, please. And again, I dare you. I, I fucking dare you to 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 DM me this um to, to to DM me and tell me I'm wrong. I do not like Full House, and I'm not saying Full House is a bad '90s show. For a '90s show, it ain't bad. But to me. Nah, so like, like if you get, like if you make, if you put a gun to my head and tell me Darius, watch Full House, I'm gonna tell you, hell no, I'm gonna watch Family Matters. I mean, I like the theme song to Full House, but like, it, it, I don't got, it, it doesn't have nothing on the Ken and Kel theme song. It doesn't have nothing on the Parker's theme song. Like, miss me with that. Good show, but I don't give a damn. <laughs> I don't give a damn. I'm sorry. And lastly, I know I, I said three things, but another thing to um, bring up why I love these shows is that it's the theme songs, bro, like, like, good times, and I might say not a 90s black show, 
but even like here this is like 2020 and i'm still talking about good times like it, it's the characters the actors the situations or whatever it's still relevant even till this day and my parents my grandparents and possibly great-grandparents are still talking about good times and that's the beauty of it so in closing um I did the, uh, this specific episode in the spirit of Black History Month, and I may be doing another episode featuring another topic I like besides black sitcoms, maybe black music. But it's like whenever I feel like the Cosby, the Cosby Show set a standard where yeah, you could balance humor with drama, but you could balance humor with drama and also showing black people in a positive light. Excuse me. For example, like I said before, a two-parent household, uh, a household where everyone has a job household where there's no one drinking you know like nothing like oh well typically <laughs> that's what black people do <laughs> like no cooning like there's no stereotypes where you look at it like well black people are you know like they're they're negative because of this like no like you see black people where it's like they're educated they're 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 um i'm not trying to find a word um educated empathetic and we was like well i can bond with this like i don't see their color i see a family of like not working stuff but like a family of like just just a family like you, you don't see black or white like you just see a family and that's beautiful and from that going to to um blackish and in you know if you haven't heard of blackish or watched the show i, I highly recommend it because you know anthony anderson again one of my favorite actors growing up he he does an amazing job killing it, and, and, and with his um co-star Tracy um Tracy Ellis Ross. Oh man, Tracy Ellis, and again, please DM her, whatever, tweet this. I love her too. Like all my favorite '90s, 2000s actresses, I love them. '80s too, whatever. Like they're, they're like y'all sleeping on Tracy Ellis Ross. She, she's dope. Anyways, anyways, I'm sorry, but like and. and on a positive note it shows blacks as like they're they're not cooning they have a sense of they have the knowledge of self they, they want to do something with their lives like they want to become doctors they want to work for office they want to and, and for example not to get onto another tirade um rock on the show like he i think he ran for governor not governor i'm sorry mayor or or some type of political office and he was a garbage worker he didn't let that stop him from almost achieving his dreams you know, that, and that's the beauty of it. No matter the the, the uh, struggle, black people will always be prevalent. Black people will always like be here, witnessing the the, the times and, and changing with them. You know, for the better, if that makes sense. And, and I'm not the one for the big arousing speeches, but you know, take this with a grain of salt. I I highly recommend you just watch all the shows I listed because. They, they still hold up to this day. I'm telling you, I, I love them, especially Martin. So, um, so yeah, um, that was, that was it. Um, another good episode dedicated to you guys in Black History Month. So, um, follow me on Instagram at Captain underscore underscore Righteous, uh, Twitter, Darius of Tumor, and, uh, Snapchat, D29B, and, uh, thank you. Uh, have a nice day, I guess. <laughs>